You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, and Brenthurst Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020, and is consistently in the upper quartile, and in fact, in the top three or four in this particular category. With me from Brenthurst Wealth today is Maria Smith from the Pretoria office of Brenthurst Wealth, and we want to talk about something, or rather, Maria wants to talk about something called the grey listing. And the great thing about this, Maria, is that I don't know what the grey listing is. So you're going to have to explain everything. And often these are the best interviews because I ask childish questions and you give sophisticated answers. What is the grey listing? It's the buzzword the last few weeks. Everybody has been speaking about it. So I thought, let me just put it out there, exactly what it means. Instead of just always reading the scary headlines, we are going to be grey listed. Let's see what exactly the grey listing means. Okay. There is a global anti-money laundering body called the Financial Action Task Force. And they have a grey list that names countries that are under increased scrutiny until they have tightened up their systems and policies. And is South Africa part of that? Because in the, the, the first article that originally appeared on Biz News, it says a global anti-money laundering body has placed the country on notice that unless certain changes are made, uh, South Africa would be lumped with pariah states like Pakistan, Myanmar, South Sudan and Syria. I mean, that's quite drastic. Yes, so we have been placed on warning until October 2022. Um, So that's next month. The final verdict will be given if we are going to be placed as a grey list or not. Now, most economic commentators and people in the banking system are under the impression that we have not done enough to stay off of the grey list. So the chances of us being on the grey list is highly likely it's yeah it's just one thing on top of another isn't it at the moment you say the bad news for south african citizens is that we won't escape being tarnished by the country being placed on the gray list so not only will we be fighting worsening economic conditions but efforts to diversify risk you say by investing offshore will become ever more onerous and i find this quite strange because our reserve bank for example and the treasury They're both held in quite high esteem internationally, but there's obviously something else going on that I'm not aware of. What what would you say to that? Where where is this money laundering grey list tarnishing coming from? Our government has not taken enough steps to address our higher risk of money laundering and terrorist financing. And also one of the suggestions that the Financial Action Task Force made was that our Directorate um, of Priority Crime Investigation, which are the Hawks, um, they should get more staff, especially financial investigators and forensic accountants. That's one of the things that has not been done. Um, So our um, banks will soon, if we are grey listed, immediately um, our trading partners like the US or the UK, China and Japan may actually restrict their banks from transacting with us. And these restrictions and exclusions from international markets and banking systems will have 
a big bureaucracy burden on South African banks as well. Again, it's terribly interesting or rather terribly disturbing from which way you look at it, because our banking system is one of the most sophisticated in the world. I mean, you've got the, you've got the big four that we all know of, Ned Bank, Standard Bank, First Rand and ABSA, and they are exemplary. They've got very well managed uh, balance sheets and uh, their results are particularly good, despite the fact that the economy is under pressure. And yet they are going to be excluded because... Are they going to be excluded because of the uh, lack of activity from the government? Can you explain more, please, Maria? So there was not enough has been done to ensure that we are excluded or that the grey listing won't happen. Yeah. Then with regards to our banking system, we are one of the best in the world. And I must say the other day I had a client ask um, if he needs to also give a DNA sample along with his FICA and all the other documents that he had (laughs) to fill in. Um, But the problem is now our um, banking system will have to get um, more people employed because now enhanced due diligence needs to be done on top of already a vigorous know your client checks that we are already doing. So so, so Um, it's got implications for you as a wealth management company at Brentus Wealth. You have to now uh, have another layer of bureaucracy before you can even conduct business with a willing client. Is is that what you're saying? You've got more forms to fill out and more scrutiny yourself. And what does it mean? And if that's the case, what does it mean for a South African investor? So for a South African investor, we can't really do anything else to stop this process. If they are going to grey list us, it's going to happen. That is the responsibility of the government to get our policies in place to be in line with what the Financial um, Action Task Force requires. Now, this is our government we are speaking about. So let's say we get grey listed or we get grey listed. That will then happen in February 2023. As soon as that happens, we also do not know how long it'll take the government to fix these problems and to ensure that these policies are in place once we are grey listed. So if we are grey listed now in October, our clients have to either accept that they are going to have a lot more paperwork to when you plan on doing financial transactions or you should ensure that all your financial transaction, transactions are done by February 2023 when this grey list will then kick in if we are grey listed. Okay, so what you're saying is that somebody, let's say that somebody comes to Brentus with uh, 10 million rand and they say, okay, I want to open an account with you and you're going to manage it and certain uh, millions of this 10 million will need to go overseas or I want it to go overseas, then it becomes extremely difficult or rather more difficult or more onerous for them to do so and for you to transact on their behalf. So it makes your life difficult and their life difficult as well. That's correct. And also, if you look at it on a a macroeconomic level, this can damper our credit ratings and it'll also make it difficult and more expensive to do common transactions um, because of this added due diligence that we need to do. Um, For businesses, these extra checks will demand that you need to hire more people just to do your compliance. Um, so companies will also su- suffer from this grey listing. 
Yeah, it's not good news at all. You say in the final paragraph, for now, our fate is in the hands of politicians and bureaucrats who don't appear to be aligned. Certainly not around the urgency of this matter. As an individual, I would suggest we assume that we'll be placed on the grey list and ready ourselves for admin delays and disruptions. And as I said before, Maria, I mean, you've got enough, uh, you've got enough problems with the South African economy and the RAND and, and everything else that we need not speak about now. But now you've got this... I hope we can be delisted, if, if we are listed, I hope we can be delisted as soon as possible. Yes, and I think it's also a good thing to look at a country like Mauritius because they were grey-listed and just the amount of work that had to be put in place and it was, it was virtually impossible to do business over the borders when that grey-listing kicked in. So it is quite a big thing that I think that needs to be put out there a lot more we have until February 2023 and then we're all going to get a lot more work it'll be a lot more difficult for our clients to diversify their portfolios offshore. It's very interesting indeed and as I said earlier on it's also interesting but disturbing at the same time and just on a sort of a sideline uh, which is linked to what you've just been saying over the last few minutes how difficult is it for a South African who has a decent amount of money to go to Brenthurst Wealth and open an account and transact overseas already? I mean, are the, are the regulations becoming a little bit tedious for you? And tedious is a frivolous word, but on the other hand, I'm going to use it. Is it becoming a little bit of a bore for you with everything you have to do in order to do business for an honest client? It is such an onerous process that we have a whole team that just does the background checks on our clients to ensure that they can invest. It is such a process to invest a, a client's funds that sometimes people just decide not to because it's just too much work. Um, they have to fill in Excel spreadsheets of all their assets and um, liabilities and it's such a list of documents that we require. I think we might actually scare off clients with all the paperwork. Hmm. Okay. So the, the, the first date is in a couple of weeks' time, Maria, and then after that it's February. So you have to be very watchful in the short and the longer short term, if you like. Yes. And another thing that's also important to note is that even if they don't grey list us in October, um, it's not to say that they would then continue to put us on notice to ensure that we can we fix these problems. And one thing about um, our government is it takes them quite a while to get systems in place. So mm. even if we are put on notice again, the chances of being greylisted thereafter are also just as big. Goodness me. Well, I wish you very good luck, you and your team at, uh, at Brenters Wealth. But thanks very much for explaining that. And I didn't realise that it was looming uh, so quickly. Maria, thank you very much for your time. Maria Smith is from Brenters Wealth in Pretoria. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenters Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.